0: Okay, here we are on the uh, Main Street Bridge. This is one of the historic bridges, and we're looking at the Spring Street Bridge. Uh, the inflatable dam will be just on the other side of the Spring Street Bridge. Uh, we're looking at a lot of water flowing in the LA River. Why is there water in the LA River? If if I can tell you, I can tell you that there's always water in the LA River even during dry periods and during during a drought. We have reservoir, right? What? We have reservoir. And, and the, water. the treatment plant. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So, so uh, there's water in the LA River because there are two treatment plants that are upstream from the river here. So there's always water in the LA River because water goes to the treatment plants. It's treated to almost potable standards and then uh, uh, chlorinated to, to uh, remove the bacteria and then dechlorinated it right before it gets put into the LA River. About 80% of the water that you're seeing right now is coming from the treatment facility. Um, uh, there are about 20% can, can, uh, in, in fluctuating depending on groundwater, but uh, that's a lot of water. So. Um, going to let this truck pass by what does that have to do with with what i told you earlier about about uh owens valley water
1: where is this water going what where is this water going we know where it came from where's it going
0: it it is going uh toward long beach and out to the ocean the reason this water is here is that as i said in the presentation the water was originally taken from the river so the city could could thrive we now have water that we export from three different sources of three different aqueducts the los angeles aqueduct the colorado aqueduct and the california aqueduct and all of that water comes from all of these remote areas comes to the city is cleaned goes to our homes we shower and cook with it we flush it it goes to the treatment facilities It's treated to almost potable standards and dumped into the LA River. So the reason that there's water in the LA River is that we've used this water, we've gone through a huge expense to import water from other places, use it once and put it into the river and flush it out to the ocean. So bending the river back into the city actually captures a portion of this water and uses it locally. So let's go and look at where that water is going to go. So this is Albion Riverside Park. It's getting built right now. This is one of the major recipients of water from bending the river back into the city. So this is adjacent to Downey Recreation Center and Downey Pool and that is also a recipient of water for the project. That water, both Downey and Albion, the future Albion Park, are city parks. So we're in, we're in a, a period of, of creating a long-term water agreement with the city of Los Angeles to provide water for these parks. What you're seeing here now is is the site after, uh, after it's been highly um, um, altered. Originally it was a dairy, it was Albion Dairy, and we're, gonna, uh, we're, we're actually on Albion Road. And uh, there are huge underground galleries that were just put into this site. So what they've done is they've removed all the soil, put these huge concrete uh, liners underneath so that the water, the storm water from, this, from Lincoln Heights in this part of the city will percolate into the ground and it won't have to go into the L.A. River. The reason that they're, they're capturing the water and letting it percolate is they can't use it for irrigation water because it's untreated water, rainwater. The reason that we're providing the water is we're providing water that is tre- treated to almost potable standards. You never realize how many horns are actually happening in the city until you try to talk. So I'll tell you this. In order to provide water for a city or state park, the water has to be treated to almost potable standards and the the standards are very high for spray irrigation. Spray irrigation is the highest standard because it actually, uh, the water becomes airborne and because it's a public space, um, they have very high, uh, uh, high standards of the quality of water that will need to be provided to maintain this park and the state park that we looked at la- um, uh, last month. Any questions?
1: Yes. Uh, the, the park, this park was planned, I assume way before the project that Ryan had. Yes. Uh, now, there's such an agreement and uh, sort the, the park might kind of depend on, on on the water provided by by our site. So, uh, I mean, what's the future in terms of planning? Because now they kind of, they're going to rely Good
0: question. I know exactly what you're asking. You're saying, where are they going to get their water until they have water available from from, uh, Bending the River? So, um, right now, uh, the state park is in that that situation. The state park is receiving water from the Recycle Purple Pipe program in the city until the water from Bending the River uh, 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 becomes available for use. Same thing here is that that if our project isn't fully uh, built and operational by the time this is uh, ready to receive irrigation water it will receive uh, recycled water from the city. Um, Here's the important thing is recycled water from the city comes at a charge to to its user. So uh, the water being provided by bending the river back into the city is free of charge to the city and to the state, state parks. So the savings uh, that, that each of these parks on either side of the river uh, uh, is about $100,000 a year in irrigation water that will be saved, and over a 10-year period, that's a million dollars. So we're, we're really looking at you know, um, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars that can be devoted toward other programming instead of paying a water bill. Any questions? So the water that's coming from Bending the River mm-hmm. is not considered recycled? It's not considered Purple Pipe? It is, it is uh, recycled water that is treated to almost potable standards. It will not, it will be higher, I, I believe it will be even higher than the recycled water standards. Okay, because typically recycled water can't be sprayed, clearly. Uh, the water that they're, they're using in the state park is from the recycled water system and it is suitable for spray irrigation. Okay. So, so, uh, but I believe that, that, that the water that we're providing will be even at a higher standard, near potable. Okay. The- so we are in Lincoln Heights. Lincoln Heights was the first suburb of the, um, uh, from Los Angeles. It was one of the first um, uh, 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 areas to develop uh, outside of the old pueblo. So uh, they crossed over the river at uh, the Buena Vista Bridge, which is now the Broadway Bridge. We'll be looking at that in a few minutes. But I wanted you to see the the, the character of the neighborhood. You know, you've got lots of dogs dogs barking. You've got kids playing in the schoolyard. There's a lot of small. Um, Small, uh, 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 typical uh, one and two story homes, cottages, uh, 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 Victorian houses. Um, this is um, a neighborhood that was highly impacted by, by the Five <laughs> Freeway. What we're looking at right here in front of us is the Five Freeway. It <laughs> kind of divided this neighborhood from, from its adjacent neighborhood, and it is primarily um, a Latino neighborhood with Latino families. So we're gonna walk through this neighborhood a little bit and, and, um, and uh, head toward, um, uh, back toward the river. So we've just passed out of a neighborhood into a, a light industrial area. So we're gonna be walking through um, a portion of Lincoln Heights that is actually uh, surrounded on one side by the five freeway and the LA River on the other side. Um, There are many parcels of land that we're going to pass that are owned by the city as maintenance yards for the Bureau of Sanitation, uh, for uh, trash collection. Uh, There is a, um, a, uh, a fire vehicle maintenance facility. So there's a lot of light industrial purposes to this neighborhood is an important thing that I want to share with you at the end of this street. So we're going to walk straight down. We're going to cross. We're, we're actually on Avenue 20 and that, if we stay straight, will cross over Pasadena Ave and become San Fernando Road. So head, we're going to head this way. Any questions before we move forward? Okay. So this is um, this is Alta Lofts. It was, uh, the yellow part of the building was built in 1929. Uh, in, um, in a kind of art deco uh, uh, a style with um, um, show rigorous, um, features which are Spanish uh, 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 flourishes. It's one of the first adaptive reuse uh, uh, buildings in this, in, in this neighborhood. Uh, it was originally uh, the Fuller Paint Factory and it was converted to lofts uh, uh, during a time when the real estate market crashed. So um, uh, the uh, building is was, uh, it took a while for it to become occupied uh, but they sold off all of the units and uh, they it's a mixed use. It has uh, spaces for uh, uh, commercial on the first floors and residential on the top floors. They actually cut the center out of the building. So it's a square donut. If you look from above, there's an internal courtyard, and this is uh, one of the first uh, um, uh, uh, u- uh, buildings that sold not only at market rate, but also at, at, uh, uh, made it available for uh, middle-income uh, residents to uh, apply for, uh, uh, to purchase a condo here. So behind you is the Bureau of Sanitation maintenance yard. This is slated to become their new headquarters where they're going to build a high rise. The important thing for me to share with you here is that bending the river back into the city is going, uh, was able to, um, uh, the Metabolic Studio was able to uh, form an agreement with the Bureau of Sanitation maintain the rubber dam inside the LA River it is a huge um, 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 important part of our ability to do this program is that that the in channel piece in the LA River is is um, being um, uh, maintained by the Bureau of Sanitation so now uh, there's there's lots of great odors floating through the wind so we're gonna just keep walking Uh, this bridge goes to the gold line in this direction it goes to the Chinatown metro stop in this direction it goes to the Lincoln Cypress stop and then continues on to Pasadena after the Chinatown stop in this direction which is right near the state park where we looked at yesterday where the Zanja Madre piece was it continues on to Union Station yeah
1: Confluence.
0: yes what's the confluence
1: Roy Seiko meets the
0: that's right and why is that important this is the birthplace of Los Angeles at least from the the Spanish colonization this is, this is uh, they say that uh, the first exposition in uh, 1769 was was in this vicinity where the where the 44 uh, uh, people that were on that expedition camped in these hills of Elysian Park um, and uh, this is where they decided to settle. This is the reason why uh, Los Angeles started here downtown and not by the ocean, because of its access to the LA River, which was a very different sort of river back then. Um, This is the Arroyo Seco, which heads all the way uh, into uh, Pasadena. Uh, And uh, the confluence is also the confluence of the uh, not only the Arroyo Seco and the LA River, it is the confluence of a whole lot of infrastructure including rail lines and and roadways. So behind you over here you're looking at the 5 freeway as it intersects with the 110 and we're going to walk under the 110 right now um, but uh, this is uh, a very uh, uh, um, underutilized area, uh, but it is, it is still a one that is very important to, in the history of, of uh, Los Angeles. Um, I should note that there are a lot of, um, of, of uh, homeless encampments all along the Arroyo Seco and the LA River and into Elysian Park. So, um, so uh, uh, Lee just asked about this, this uh, uh, structure on the other side of the bridge and that is somebody's home and they're making it into uh, their home and garden space. But there are a lot of encampments that you'll see, um, uh, especially um, in relationship to to the river and the bridges. So this is one of the few places you can actually get to the LA River. This is a a road access to the river itself at the confluence, Um, I don't know how many of you were ever down uh, at the entrance at the 6th Street Bridge, which is under construction right now, where they, well, they filmed uh, the uh, Grease, the movie? Uh, but this is one of the few places you can actually get into the river. One of the big problems with uh, access to the LA River is that in most places it is bound by rail tracks on both sides. Uh, this side of the river services a lot of the freight trains, the far side services a lot of the the pedestrian um, passenger trains that go to Union Station. So we're going to we're we're leaving San Fernando, and we're going to do a little cut through here uh, to Avenue 19. All right. So this is um, this is the Lincoln Heights Jail. Uh, it it was uh, utilized as a jail up until the 1960s, and it has been. Um, It has been um, mostly empty during that time, although there were a couple of businesses on the first floor for a few years, including uh, the uh, bilingual center. Uh, um, But the important story here is that the city just put out an RFP process and there were three final um, uh, developers, organizations that that submitted proposals to transform this building and they just ele- they just named uh, a few months ago the, uh, the winner of that RFP process RFP request for proposal um, and that is Lincoln properties. Lincoln properties not only got the winning bid they own the property on the other side of the street so when they develop this as a mixed-use facility it will be residential it will be commercial and uh, there'll be public space. So there's public space uh, at, at, at uh, where you see the, the uh, barbed wire fence at this end and at the far end. There is a major uh, remediation process that will have to be done because there is lead paint in this facility. There is asbestos in this facility And because of all the broken window, it is filled with a pigeon guano. So there's a whole lot of cleanup that needs to be done to this building before it's renovated. It was highly contested in terms of of how this uh, 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 property is getting developed. And this property uh, is going to be developed by Lincoln Properties, which is the same one that I pointed out a month ago. Along the embankment of the uh, Broadway that overlooks the state park. Now there is no crosswalk here, but we're going to need to get across the street. So, so I think it would be easier if we all cross together. So we are in the Ed Reyes Greenway. What's important is that that uh, this is a storm management park. It's a stormwater park. And it shows you in these diagrams that all the storm water that comes off the roads comes through this site here and is actually allowed to percolate into the ground be- instead of pour into the river. Um, there is an overflow into the river and heavy rains but this, expl- this shows you not only the history of the site but how the park works, you see that, that, that there is a loop around the outside and there's a deep depression in the center. All the storm water flows into this space and is held and then drains into the soil instead of spilling into the LA River. Just beyond this park is uh, the, um, the Gold Line and the LA River. And um, uh, this is maintained by the Bureau of Sanitation so if you think about what's, what's going on in, in uh, the city right now, you've got a stormwater park here, which is capturing the water. You've got the stormwater galleries in the future Albion Park that is being held underground. And they're trying to capture as much stormwater and let it allow to stay on site before it flushes into the, uh, the LA River downstream and out to the ocean. So, so these are some of the new strategies that are being used to hold the water locally instead of just flushing it out. It's a perfect opportunity to talk about why this needs to happen. Why is there concrete in the LA River?
1: Yeah, why?
0: Lauren talks about bending the river as is, is an opportunity to rehydrate the floodplains. It doesn't rain often in Los Angeles, but when it rains, it can rain really heavily, and that these low-lying areas would become flooded. There was a great flood in 1938, and by 1942, they had channelized and covered in concrete the entire 51 miles of, of uh, the um, LA River. The reason that it was sealed in concrete is that speeds up the flow of water so that all of the storm water that comes off the roads and the hillsides into the into the river flushes out as quickly as possible to Long Beach and to the ocean, and that was their best thinking to keep the lands dry during heavy rains. What we know now is that there is. Um, uh, that there is a much better strategy to preserve the water locally and use it locally which is what bending the river back into the city supports welcome to the metabolic studio facility called making new ground we affectionately call this space the moon one of our team members actually uh, originally saw photos when this entire site was covered with graffiti and he said, it looks like the moon with graffiti. And that's how it got its name. So this was uh, an industrial site. It was a, a tow yard, uh, a used car lot, um, a place with it in pound vehicles. Uh, it was uh, Vertels, I believe is the name of it. And the entire site was covered with um, asphalt. And uh, Lauren has removed um, a six. Uh, circular spaces in by removing the tarmac and, and, and there is an intervention happening in each of the circles. Uh, so it, this is also a test site for many different types of, of explorations that that uh, involve soil, native plants, uh, uh, LA river water, rain water, uh, um, as well as some sonic and optic work. So I'm going to just walk you through very quickly and we'll stop, have a drink of water, and then head back to the studio. Um, but uh, the, from, from right here, uh, you're looking at junker cars that were part of the Farm Lab incarnation of the studio. After Not A Cornfield, um, uh, Lauren uh, um, um, uh, started working in the studio that we're in now and developed Farm Lab which was uh, an exploration uh, that involved the anabolic monument in the state park, under spring space as a public space, and the south central farm trees. So those were three of the major um, uh, projects during that farm lab period of the studio. She was also um, uh, turning uh, these junker cars into planters. Uh, this one closest to me uh, was at the uh, Santa Monica Museum of, of Art for many years. Oh, yeah. um, so we're going to walk to the far end of the site, I'll tell you about some of our soil experiments, then I'll share a couple of things that we're doing with water, uh, and, uh, and we'll answer any questions. But does anybody have any questions uh, at the moment?
1: Is it okay to take photographs?
0: Yes, it's okay to take photographs. Uh, if you post them publicly, please hashtag Metabolic Studio. I should point out that the silver box behind me is the Liminal Camera. The Liminal Camera is 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 uh, a tool that is used by uh, Lawrence um, Optics Division. Lauren has two major divisions: the Optics Division and the Sonics Division. One dealing with with uh, light and imagery, and one dealing with sound. Uh, this is a shipping container outfitted as a fully functioning camera that has gone to all of our projects to photograph those projects, as well as gone. Uh, uh, Driven around uh, the um, United States and photographed other uh, brownfield conditions uh, uh, in in the country. It is a shipping container that, uh, uh, when that lens that that, that is uh, facing us is opened, allows light into the back wall of the shipping container, uh, where a, a light-sensitive piece of paper is is put. Uh, Is put up and then when the lens is closed the entire camera turns into a dark room where they can develop all of the photos on site. So these four circles are each 60 feet in diameter and there's an exploration in each of these circles that is different from the other. Primarily because We were expecting to find a uniform soil underneath this, uh, uh, um, the tarmac that we pulled up, and we found different conditions in each of these spaces. This area here, uh, when we started to pull it up, we found a parking lot underneath the parking lot, and there's a lot of the concrete that came up from that space and concrete from other parts of the site landed here. Behind me is our composting circle, we were actually composting the biomass that we've grown in our wetland system, which I'll show you in a little bit. Uh, and this is all composted material that is uh, is um, uh, uh, been um, uh, produced by extracting all the plant materials uh, from the site, including um, a, a a a big pile that was. Um, with all of the um, the uh, invasive species that, that we were composting at one point. But what you're seeing right now is is something that was tilled by one of the, the mules from our project, uh, um, uh, Bending the River, I mean, um, 100 Mules Walking the Los Angeles Aqueduct. Um, on this side, uh, we removed all of the soil to find this uh, uh, concrete slab. Uh, we suspect, after some research, and I think Laurelyn did some of the research, that, uh, that this uh, end of the site was a, were, was a factory uh, for beekeepers uh, that actually made bee boxes, uh, which is kind of a nice uh, thing to learn about the site. Um, the, the other really interesting thing about this circle is that everything we removed we were finding these huge clay deposits and these clay, the clay was actually turned into uh, usable clay that we, as a team, made into um, water vessels, Mex- traditional water vessels called an uh, uh, oya. And uh, the oyas were fired in that circle over there, and then we've been returning them to the soil. So you've got this um, condition where we found clay. We made vessels out of it. We fired it in the place where the clay was removed and we're returning these clay vessels to uh, these planted areas because the vessels are filled with water. The native plants al- are allowed to have their uh, roots attached to the vessel to leach the water from uh, the water vessels and it, it uh, limits the amount of water that is needed to keep uh, a, uh, a native space um, irrigated. So this is uh, uh, the concrete circle, uh, or the, the, the feral circle, the compost circle, the clay circle, and this is a native garden that we, we planted uh, that uh, have a variety of native plants uh, um, uh, indigenous to this area. So I was telling you about the clay that we found. This is actually a, plot, a, a place where we process the clay. Our team member Alex is it was helping us, uh, you know, um, uh, screen the screen the material, hydrate the material, and then provide a usable material to make these uh, these vessels, these water vessels. So um, uh, one of the other interesting things about this site is you're going to see a lot of these things around the space. Uh, we are capturing all the rainwater from the roofs on the site, so uh, all of the roofs are attached to uh, these uh, um, uh, water can, uh, tanks. And um, uh, so, the far end is, has a lot to do with native uh, plantings and soils. Uh, this this part of the the uh, our project has a lot to do with the capturing of rainwater. Uh, which we put through our wetland, our, our constructed wetland, which I'll show you in a minute. Um, uh, before we did, uh, we ran the rainwater through the constructed wetland. We used it as a uh, test site for LA River water. So that confluence that we were just in. We drove a water truck down into that confluence, took water from the LA River and brought it to our wetland to, to test the water as part of our understanding of, of uh, to inform our bending the river back into the city. So you've got uh, composting uh, and making soil, you've got uh, growing of natives and hydrating uh, the, those natives, with clay that was extracted from this site. You've got the capturing of rainwater and the cleaning of rainwater through a treatment sy- system that I'll show you. And uh, so there's a lot of experimentation going on on this site. Is by bringing 100 mules walking the Los Angeles aqueduct from Owens Valley to Los Angeles over a one month period. The other way in which the, the Metabolic Studio links uh, the Owens Valley and the source of our water to Los Angeles is through the sonic work. So this this, um, uh, 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 sound is being transmitted on the dry lake bed and these birds that you're hearing live here all the way to Los Angeles. And then on Thursday nights, um, the sonic team actually uh, uh, creates uh, uh, sonic works that are projected into the silo and then transmitted back to the space. Lee, do you want to tell everyone what's inside this uh, space here and what they're doing here?
1: Yes, there are 100 willows here and these are from um, Owens Valley uh, Paiute Reservation and uh, Kathy Bancroft and her friends allowed. Uh, Valley Crest to harvest this for Lauren and to bring it here for us to experiment with. And as we began experimenting with weaving with the willow, it began sprouting and growing and it earned itself a space here on the moon. And as you can see, it's taking off. This is a uh, black willow and it's lovely and it's a wonderful uh way to capture soil cleanse water it's a wonderful riparian plant so it's found a home
0: yay
1: with different designs and uh, rachel and i have been weaving and looking at their historically there are many ways that willow is used by indigenous people to harvest cleanse and cleanse water and to capture soil so it's a way of, it's an ancient way of managing water, and we're looking at that as part of the project.
0: Thank you, Lee. Originally, this bank was bare, and we've planted these and established it with uh, the rainwater, and it no longer requires water uh, during the dry months. Also, let's take a look out here. Uh, this uh, entire easement along the train tracks has been, um, uh, um, uh, maintained uh, by uh, the Metabolic Studio, with um, with the help of um, some guys from Northeast Trees. They're a nonprofit, uh, a local nonprofit, whose uh, uh, um, offices are just on the other side of the confluence. Uh, but uh, this entire easement was uh, was completely covered with invasive weeds. And, uh, and they've uh, maintained a nice uh, e-grass and path uh, along uh, the train tracks. And uh, let's go up uh, to the upper level and look down at the river. Recording. So uh, this is uh, the constructed wetland. Uh, we ran a wetland ex- uh, um, um, a study uh, where we were testing various materials of gravel, um, uh, uh, clay pellets, and coconut coir. We used the same native plants in all the bins, collected water from the confluence, like I was telling you, uh, put it through these bins. The, the water percolated down, uh, cascading through uh, these, um, these various uh, fiberglass tubs. And we tested the water along the way to see at what point the bacteria was removed from uh, the, um, the, uh, the water. And then when we completed that and collected all the data for the LA River water, we, we started testing the rainwater. Um, just because it's a beautiful day right now, if you look in, in this, you've got uh, Elysian Park. Mm. On the left, you've got uh, the Gold Line Bridge uh, uh, and then in the distance at the confluence is the, the 110 freeway. You're looking at the top roof of the Lincoln Heights jail that we just saw. When did that start being jailed? Uh, oh, a long time ago. I'll have, to, I'll have to look that up. I don't know the answer to that. You're looking at um, the, uh, the, San, um, the San Gabriel Mountains in the Los Angeles National Forest. We're looking right toward Mount Wilson and the um, antenna that are on there with the big telecommunication system. In the foreground, you're looking at Mount Washington. Uh, uh, on the right-hand side, that, two, that, that uh, silver roof building is Alta Lofts that we looked at, with, which is the Fuller Paint Factory with the, the two new uh, uh, additions to it. And behind the uh, San Gabriel Mountains is a whole other mountain range, and you can only see one, one tip of it. It is the San Bernardino Mountains, and those actually uh, uh, get snow-capped uh, after, after uh, a cold uh, winter rain. And, uh, uh, and, it, and if you look over this way, you'll see the uh, Los Angeles skyline. If you're looking underneath the Broadway Bridge, and through it you can see the Spring Street Bridge, and through the Spring Street Bridge you can see the Main Street Bridge, and the Main Street Bridge is the first bridge that we crossed over on the beginning of our tour. So we have been actually circling the LA River this entire time. The uh, inflatable dam that I told you about is going to sit in between the Broadway Bridge and the Spring Street Bridge about midway. And that sits right across from, if you look under this arch over here, is the Metabolic Studio building that we started our tour in. So we're gonna walk through this building and I'll show you the water tanks that are collecting water from this, the the um, from the uh, the deck that we were just standing on with the wetland, and then uh, we'll wrap it up and walk back to the studio. Um, but take a look at uh, these um, Matilda poppies; they're pretty amazing right now. What an amazing uh, uh, garden this has become over time. And uh, our team member Millie uh, has worked with uh, with a. Uh, uh, many different um people to fully realize this garden uh and uh and it is uh just uh, shining right now all these slits that you see here in the side of the building was uh one of lauren's first um um art uh artworks um by piercing uh this uh side of the building uh, we're looking across at the bridges and the metabolic studio, and it's allowing light into an um, otherwise very uh, dark and dreary space. Let me see, would that be 100 play by 4? That's correct. So this is a great view of the entire site that shows all of our experiments in the far end with soil and clay, with uh, the optics work and the sonics work uh, with the native plants, the capturing of of rainwater, the treatment of LA river water, a hundred mule fat, a hundred willow plants. Um, As we said earlier, those hundred plants uh, were were, uh, to commemorate the um 2013 action 100 mules walking the los angeles aqueduct and the mules that walked these are the actual shoes that the mules wore that traversed the entire 240 miles from owens valley all the way to los angeles that was made into a sound sculpture so um take it all in uh this is uh, um, uh, a, a, a great place to kind of see all the different things that are happening in this space and we'll begin to make our way back to uh, the studio unless you have any questions. That's, really That's a great question. There, the No, Near these tree the trunks. Oh. Those are two very, very special tree trunks. Very special. During the farm lab phase of, of, of the work. Um, Lauren uh, and, and uh, tried to um, preserve South Central Farm and in doing so um, sh- uh, they were unable to uh, secure the land but Lauren did uh, have all of the plants uh, put into wooden containers which we call ag bins which you see back at the studio um, and the trees, the large trees, were brought to Huntington Garden uh, where, where many of them are still thriving, but there were two old walnuts that didn't make it, and those are the two old walnuts uh, that were originally on Central, Central Farm, brought to the Huntington Garden, uh, and, and uh, did, not, um, did not transplant, and the, the, the trunks came back to, um, to the studio. Today is um, looking at the floodplains on this side of the L.A. River, versus the floodplain that we looked at last month when we circled the state park. So bending the river back into the city is providing water not only for the state park, which we saw last month, for for the moon here, and for Albion and Downey. And with the last part of the tour is that I'm gonna take you along Downey and back over the Spring Street Bridge to the studio. Does anybody have any questions?
1: Yes, when are you?
0: Really would love to walk that For you, Lee, anytime. So I said that bending the river back into the city was going to provide irrigation water for three public spaces. The state park, which we visited last month, Albion, which we visited at the beginning of the tour, and this is Downey Pool and Downey Recreation Center, and is the last recipient of, of water from bending the river back into the city. So these green trees uh, uh, will stay green in the future because of water from the LA River provided by Metabolic Studio. Now we're going to walk over the, the, uh, uh, the Spring Street Bridge which is under construction and there's a special treat uh, that um, Emily is going to tell us all about when we get to a certain point. And tough like Here this. you go Emily. Um, could you please um, uh, tell us what this uh, is along the sidewalk of the Spring Street Bridge?
1: Well, yes, Lou. This pipeline right here, which is currently under construction, is the actual pipe that will carry the actual water that Metabolic processes and treats and gives to these other spaces. So, th-
0: so this is this the very is- conduit that will carry the treated water over the LA River to the two city parks, Downey and Albion, which I've shown you today.
1: This will put that bend in that river. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now we're gonna to walk to the end of the bridge and Laurelyn is gonna tell us about this amazing brick Laureline building at the surprised. bottom of it. You
1: got a surprise
0: Laurelyn, can you please explain to us what this amazing brick building uh-huh. is behind me?
1: Yes, so this is the woman's building of Los Angeles, where the woman's building operated out of from 1976. To 1991 and a very exciting detail is that it's currently up for designation as a historic monument or historic building.
0: Thank you all for coming today on our our, our first Friday walking tour. Next month will be uh, January 1st we'll have a whole new tour. Just thought I'd take this moment to see if anybody had any questions about what we've seen today or anything about the studio. No, well,
1: it's a great tour. I answered everything. I'm
0: really glad that uh, that you're able to uh, to go through the whole uh, tour today because it really is interesting to hear about it in a slide presentation, but a whole other thing to walk the space and see the spaces that are going to change as a result of bending the river back into the city. So, thank you.